Uh, there's a bit when he goes to Britain where he was like, I'd been kicked out of Harvard, but I was about to learn something no Ivy League school could teach me. <laughs> the, the difference between a slag and a fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> my yeah. favorite bit is after the, after the Manchester fight, there's like this scene where like he's like spiked his hair and put, up a, put on a polo shirt, thereby becoming English. <laughs> um, and so he's like, he's like in the pub and he's doing this voiceover and he's like, news about the scrap in Manchester spread far and wide. People said it was bigger news than the death of princess diana and it's like what <laughs> i assure you that was not the case no like, but guys uh, drunk football fans have fight in manchester nation mourns however you do know for a fact that dave courtney found out and he's like it's a flat nose geezer or eh. because dave courtney dave courtney knows all of the crime underworld of london so he understands that matt is now an up-and-coming person and he's he's willing to make an exception for it fucking yank yeah, I don't know how Dave Courtney would feel about football hooligans. I don't know whether they're like, uh, I feel like, you know, the, the, the sort of the wannabe gangster types would feel themselves slightly above the football hooligans. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. It's hard to be a football hooligan when dressed head to toe in like all white silk suits with a cane for some reason. Yeah, which geezer's noses aren't even fucking flat. <laughs> so this is one of the other things is like a lot of the like football hooligan guys are like not even big or intimidating like some of them are but like one of the things that this film definitely glosses over a lot is like the extent to which if someone is like 20 kilos heavier than you you're not gonna beat them in a fight it's just not it doesn't matter how good you are at fighting they're just gonna fucking sit on you (laughs) (laughs) yeah fair and as a result i would say we can we can now conclude the plot summary and talk perhaps about things we liked and disliked and i'll I'll go i'll go very quickly i'll just say i liked the fact that this was at least given some degree of like location treatment that it was shot in the places where it takes place and they did get some details right that an american film about britain probably wouldn't uh there was at least enough of a let's say a british english partnership with regard to like how the plot is structured that there are some huge dumb mm-hmm. things that wouldn't happen but there are other things that it does actually catch the stuff with the school like you said that an idiot like him would be a fucking school teacher um <laughs> The le- like the the detail about the CCTV, although that feels like a dumb headline bit. The fact that like there's CCTV everywhere in the UK, like that is absolutely a thing, and that was a relatively new thing in 2004. Uh, and also, I think that there is you do actually kind of get there are some location shots and things that make it seem more like the stuff that's set at Harvard. A lot of Harvard film or films set at Harvard are actually filmed at Brooklyn College because the campus looks similar and it's way cheaper to film at Brooklyn College than it is to film in Cambridge. I think this is the case. The stuff that was filmed in Harvard doesn't feel authentic to anything about Massachusetts at all. Whereas the stuff in South London, for example, I mean, living in living in South London, I, I have never gone to a greasy spoon in Bermondsey, but I have you know, gone to places in and around you know, Peckham, Nunhead, Dulwich, etc., where I live. And a lot of the stuff that was filmed on location feels authentic to the UK. Yeah. I mean, I cannot express enough how grim the food Bover is eating in the Greasy Spoon Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I couldn't even really understand what it was supposed to be. There was was certainly a pie and there was gravy, but there was also like beans. And some kind of weird green chutney or something. And they, they, of course, they were the, 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 the football hooligans refer to the owners as by a, by a racial slur. So you get the impression that this is an Indian place, but it's serving... Uh, or a Pakistani place, but it's serving shitty English food. So who even knows? Yeah. But I do feel like one of the things that I would I would I would say is this this it reminds me of the film Eastern Promises in some way, in the sense that Eastern Promises is a much better film. But Eastern Promises, no one has a proper English accent. <laughs> Eastern Promises is also a film where like it over exoticizes its subject matter, but it at least depicts the place in which it's set pretty well. 
And that's the thing I think is true. Like the, the football hooligan plot is completely jumped up and absurd. But in terms of capturing sort of the, the general feel of, of London, I think it does a pretty good job of that. I would also say, okay, Charlie Hunnam's accent might suck, but I do feel like he, he he's convincing as that character. Yeah. I think he does a very good job of being like having gotten to where he is by just being charismatic and that comes across very well. Like I think I think there's there you do get the sense of like the, the the chemistry between the two actors. There is a sort of like genuine feeling of like fellowship between him and Matt. That I think is very well done. And I'd also say that I, I feel like coming into it this isn't necessarily like th- this would give you a lot of really stupid and wrong impressions about football hooliganism, but I do think at least this is a more accurate portrayal for an American film than something like fucking Eurotrip, for example. So mm-hmm. if you have to choose between the two, I feel as though this at least is, is truer to the subject matter than other American films set in England that I've seen. But I mean, that doesn't mean it's necessarily true by any means. What I didn't like, uh, huge plot holes, weird oversimplifications, and just generally like, Stuff happens in the nick of time to either save the characters or imperil the characters, and it's always by coincidence. And that, to me, is mm-hmm. just like the hallmark of weak storytelling. There are so many other ways that, for example, they could have found out that his background was in journalism that he lied about it, uh, versus his dad showing up and them going to the Times and them happening to be seen by somebody in the firm. Uh, yeah, like we're just hanging around, hanging around outside the office of the Times newspaper as football hooligans are want to do exactly. Um, yeah also like yeah there's so many like odd plot points in it where like all of these guys who are like football hooligans have like really normal lives which is just like not yeah, not I mean, the case. Charlie living in a correction, Charlie. Um, Pete living in a fucking squat basically seemed pretty true to life, but him having an actual regular job seemed a little bit weird. But then, like you said, like the one guy having like apparently being an RAF pilot or yeah. a or a, well, I guess he was an he was like I th- I get he looked like he was like a corporal or something, so he probably wasn't a pilot. But like, yeah, like there's all this kind of like weird. Um, a lot of them have like weirdly like normal jobs and stuff. Whereas I feel like if you're a football hooligan, like. Yeah, you're not going to be you're not going to be in the RAF and be a football. I don't I don't think you could get away with that. I don't think they would allow you to spend all weekend every weekend just being pissed <laughs> and like getting into fist fights. Like just showing up to the army every day with like a huge fucking black eye. Um and it's uh, yeah, it's very strange in that regard. Like the way in which that the football hooligans appear to be sort of preposterously well organized to an almost like criminal degree where they're committing like serious crimes and getting away with it. Um but to like not really getting involved in any like actual profitable criminal enterprise, like just in the just in the name of getting in honorable fights with other guys with like fucking George Cross tattoos. So I'm wondering, Milo, do you do you have things you liked and disliked that you could like tick down on the list? Well, I mean, what I did enjoy about the film was just like how absurdly kitsch it was like there was an extent to which just like it, it would have i would have believed it if at the end of this film it was just like this guy just had a fever dream about britain and just hadn't <laughs> hadn't really gone at all because it's so it's so bizarre and dreamlike like the idea that this american guy who's like a nerdy harvard guy who's like five foot four would show up and then suddenly like become a football hooligan and enjoy it it's like really really bizarre in that respect and also like that it i feel like it kind of it had this an almost slightly charming misunderstanding of like what british people are like 
in the respect of just like everyone's using this like incredibly opaque rhyming slang like some of it i didn't even know and like this is like again this is like how my grandmother talks but like there's this bizarre bits where he's like in the pub and he's like oh but he doesn't even know what the apples and pears are and it's like no one says that like there's not like that is technically real rhyming slang but like no one said that since like 1962 like it's just not a thing there's a part of me that wonders if maybe the stuff about the stuff set in america that seemed oversimplified and weird is how I, if I grew up in Britain, would feel about the stuff that's set in Britain. But because, like, even mm. though I live here, like, I've only lived here for less than two years, uh, it, I can tell when stuff is grossly inaccurate, but when it's, like, the general ambiance still feels completely fucking wrong, like, I wouldn't pick up on that. Mm, yeah, and and there's, like, I think one of the things I found weirdest about it is that there's this, there's this continual, there's this continual obsession with two things, which is, like, we hate journalists and we hate Yanks, which is just, like, a weird, like, of all the things that football hooligans would hate, it's just, like, weird things to pick out. I haven't really met any British people that really deeply hate Americans. I'm sure there are some, but, like, as, unless you're mm. a fucking asshole, like, unless you, you go into it extremely Americanly and just are a prick about everything and being, like, inferior, like, inle- unless you do that, and I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I do that online all the time, but for me, it's, it's, less, it's less like, oh, the houses look like shit and more like, this is a country of psychos ruled by fucking inbred caterpillars. That, I mean, <laughs> and, and I found that most, most British people agree with me, so in that Basically, regard. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, that that first scene where they go to the where they go to the pub and everyone's like, oh, he's a fucking yank, look at this prick. Whereas, like, I feel like a much more realistic depiction of that would have been all of these people who've probably, like, never left Britain except to go to, like, a fucking holding pen in Benidorm are probably, like, they're going to be, like, fascinated at meeting an American because they probably never have before. So they're probably like, oh, do you have, do you all have guns over there then is it like they would probably be like obsessed with him and hanging off his every word that would be more what i would imagine in that scenario yeah like i said i've, I've never i mean I, like i said i know there's there's some british people that really don't like americans but it's it's i've never had somebody be you know overtly shitty to me just because i'm an american i think if people are overtly shitty to me it's probably because just of my own incredibly toxic personality so mm. in that regard i can't blame them but i felt like that was overstated and uh i i don't know why that was in there other than to have a sort of like mini redemption arc then mm. he's he's the american who winds up being more of a football hooligan than the actual football hooligans yeah. which okay okay 